Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11th chapter, first verse, the Apostle Paul writes, Faith is the substance in things hoped for and evidence in things not seen. One playwright writes, Believing you see white when your eyes tell you black. It's a belief where no one else believes. Dr. King says if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny, and age-old grudges. But there is goodness in all of us. There is goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. you got to have faith. All right, boy, it's been, it feels like it's been ages. It's been a couple of weeks, <laughs> and uh, we've both been away. And, yeah, 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 well, I'm still in the middle. I'm in week two of Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, so that's yeah. been occupying my weekends. And I saw that last week, and it's a lot of fun. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I encourage everyone else to see it, and bless you. And, uh, yeah. and Debbie Carriker, our, uh, our other faith uh, cohort, yeah, that's right. uh, is in it as well. She does a lovely job, as do you. Uh, thank you, thank as you so you. much, yeah. Congrats, getting back in the ring. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's been a while since I had been on stage, and it's the reason why Deb is not here, because uh, she, not only does she do the show, but she drove uh, Susan and I back home. Oh, wow. A wonderful soul, uh, Deb is. So yeah. she's she's yeah. taking the mornings to recuperate and all well, that stuff. We look forward to her getting back, <laughs> getting back with us. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking over countless scripts right now so that I can enter into the theater. That's right. right. We've got to get you back, yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know, Craig is a fantastic actor. Well, I'm looking at lots and lots. Of, I've got a mountain of them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Oh, so many offers. I can't really pick one right now, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's June the 8th, and uh, we're going to. Reg goes on. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's no, I, I remember the last thing that I saw you in was um, Frozen. Oh yeah, that was a long time ago. Which is different from Disney's Frozen. Much different. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about uh, our thing. That's right. Today, what is today? Today is uh, June the eighth, and we're going to talk about. Um, we're going to hit two Bible verses, uh, two that you brought in. At least, um, at least, at least two. Yeah. Yeah. John seventeen, yeah. verse twenty through twenty six. Yeah. And uh, Acts 2. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Let, I, I will engage in some prayer first before we uh, jump in. Right on. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much and we love you so much for waking us up this wonderful Saturday morning. Uh, we know it's going to be a hot one, and I uh, pray that you keep all of us secure and um, comfortable. I, I thank you for um, for engaging us in, in diving into your word. You know, we are not... Uh, skilled orators, we are not educators, we are not priests, but we are children of the living God. We are children of you. We have taken up uh, your cross, um, and we we want to understand you. And that's why we take each week to dive into the Bible, to discuss and to debate uh, what message you have to send to us and how we can apply that message into our lives so that we can help others. We are brothers, we are sisters, we are bonded. Uh, we are children of you, and we want to use your word to continue to bond us, Heavenly Father. And we ask that everything that we say, everything that we do, everything that we are, is blessed by the love of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Well, you know, this Sunday, tomorrow, is uh-huh. uh, the first Sunday of, the, of, of Pentecost. Yes. And Pentecost, a lot of people 
associate with Pentecostal, mm-hmm. which is kind of like got a lot of strange connotations for a lot of people. It, evangelical, of course, that word has been floating around sure. a lot lately. And Pentecost, uh, I guess, uh, talks about the divination uh, of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. once uh, Christ had died and and was risen and yeah. had breakfast and went mm-hmm. back to heaven. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Uh, what was left? What was left? A lot of what we get is Paul, mm-hmm. is the works uh, and the writings of Paul. And one thing I found out this week, which I didn't know, mm-hmm. is that the book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, mm-hmm. is sort of uh, connected with the, the Go- book of Acts. With the book of Acts, it's sort of like part one, part two. Yeah. As far as how they've kind of figured out, you know, the chronology of when uh, these. Uh, Various uh, texts were put down in writing, and then uh, the creation of the Bible in mm-hmm. the formation of the Christian Church, mm-hmm. which I guess happened long after mm. um, you know all these events took place. Uh, everything bef- prior to 300 A.D. was oral. Yeah, uh, everyone and. Uh, the Jews at the time, mm-hmm. you know, learned uh, learned the uh, Old Testament mm-hmm. by heart and told it by heart, and and so and as such, uh, in that very same way, the stories of of Christ and the New Testament mm-hmm. were all kind of like told verbatim. Yeah. From person to person, from place to place. Yeah, yeah. So when we start to see the formation after mm-hmm. the crucifixion and the resurrection of the of the church, mm-hmm. as we know it, of the of the Christian church, you know, you start to see how how much of this has just gone, you know, from mouth to mouth and ear to ear. Yeah. <laughs> and so, when we read these stories, you know, it's to me, you know, I have to keep a certain kind of you know, skeptical kind of like idea about it. You know, it's just like these are human beings. Mm-hmm. You know, faulted human beings. You know, <laughs> telling a story. Yeah. You know that is augmented over and over and over, just mm-hmm. bit by bit. Mm-hmm. Is there any part of it that is divine? So, in Pentecost, you know, God came down and created the Holy Spirit, which took, which took man. <coughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And said like, okay, you know, we know you're just human beings, so I, you need a, you need a jump start. Yeah, <laughs> you need the Holy Spirit to kind of like, you need to witness and see the power of God mm-hmm. in your lives. Otherwise, you know, this isn't going to work. Right. And so a lot of the stories that we get are, you know, God's doing earthquakes and you know, all these signs and omens and you know, presenting these people with, you know. This is the idea of the end of days and mm-hmm. so forth, and you know, understand God's power and so forth. And yeah. we're just tiny humans, yeah, and, and so forth. And I think that turns a lot of people off to the well, Christian me- message because mm-hmm. you know it's just like about having faith and about not, you know, mm-hmm. not being discerning, not yeah. being, you know, not not looking at reality, but just you know, believing in a in a, in a spirit so that you really don't really. Have responsibility. 
Yeah, you know, it's you interesting know? Uh, in focusing on, because really the book of Acts introduces us to the Holy Spirit. There have been Bible verses that talk prior to the book of Acts about the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. but really, you know, the Old Testament is all about God and the yeah. law of God. The laws of God. And the word of God and the yeah. punishment of God if you disobey God. Basically, yeah. And as you were saying, a lot of it is, you know, by word of mouth. And then Christ, on and Christ on and on. comes along and then kind of just turn, exactly. turns it upside down and said, no, it's about love. Exactly. The New Testament <laughs> is, about the, is, is about Jesus Christ and the love that God has for us. <laughs> So we have t- part two, two thirds of the Trinity. Yeah, and then both things disappear, mm-hmm. and you're left with here comes the Holy Spirit, right? <laughs> and and then it's up to man to put all this stuff together, right? To be discerning, mm-hmm. realistic, mm-hmm. and at the same time spiritual. Yeah, which to me kind of like it puts things in different corners, and and it's up to us to connect them. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, that's where we get into kind of the metaphysical and mm-hmm. you know and the, and the kind of spiritual stuff, which gets a bit ooey gooey. Yeah, for a lot of people, or in mm-hmm. the Pentecostal faith or the Evangelical faith, it becomes very didactic. Yeah, very hard hitting. You must believe in the power of God. You must understand the power of God. Otherwise, you know, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> so let's jump into the Bible verse. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I guess to introduce us to the Holy Spirit, we might as well jump into Acts two. Um, Acts 2, is it verse 1? Um, I, I think it's the other one. Oh, Acts? Yeah, or, or maybe it's there. We're looking at a piece of paper. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah. Oh, Acts 2, verses 1 through 21. This is an interesting story. Yeah. 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 So I will, uh, I've got the NIV version. I'll go ahead and uh, read this. And uh, it's long, but I think I can so Paul's go letter, through it. One of Paul's letters, right? Exactly. Right. When the day of Pentecost came. And uh, listen, before you start. Sure. Um, there's a lot of names of places yes. and peoples, mm-hmm. and you – I'm going to forgive you already. I'm going to ask everybody else to forgive. Sure, sure. Yes, yes. Don't just just plow through it. If you mispronounce it, uh-huh. there's no Greek person out there – well, there may be one or two – who's going to yeah. tell you, you're, you know, <laughs> that's not how you say that. Yeah. So anyway – Exactly, so, verse 9. No, so, I, I appreciate so, you so saying that. That's a disclaimer. When you're reading this, don't worry about that. Yeah, exactly. Just know, just know it's a bunch of different kind of nationalities, okay? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Here it is. Carry forward. Acts 2, verse 1, NIV version. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard the sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, What does this mean? 
Some, however, made fun of them and said, They have had too much wine. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will turn to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And there you go. That's Acts 2, verses 1 through 21. Now, that used to get uh, uh, what they were saying. We, we studied this this Wednesday. And what they were saying is when uh, they used to read that line in mm-hmm. church, you mm-hmm. know. How can they be drunk? It's only nine in the morning. Everybody would kind of laugh because it was nine in the morning. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just FYI. Well, they left at nine in the morning. <laughs> well, they were no, they were there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was course. being spoken at nine in the morning, so we got a good that one. That, one that got was a good laugh. That yeah. got a good laugh. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, no, there's a, you know, this is a, this is a kind of, mm-hmm. you know, where you know where I think we kind of see that, uh, you know. When they're talking about end of days, it starts to br- bring this kind of metaphysical quality, mm, yeah. you know, to where they're at. I mean, everybody's thinking, you know, when Christ said he's going to come back, meaning he'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and in the Hebrew Testament, you know, it's like they're still waiting. They're, yeah. still, they're, they're still waiting for the, you know, mm-hmm. their messianic message, which, you know. I don't think it has really arrived yet. Mm-hmm. So this kind of end of days has happened before. It's happened again. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, you know, the word of God has become not just this thing of the past or the present of the future, but all these things combined. Yeah. It's this kind of spirituality where time doesn't really matter anymore. It's not linear anymore. Mm-hmm. It's all about, you know, we've got to create, we've got to live each day mm-hmm. as if it is, you know, the day in which, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, all this stuff about the blood and the moon and all this stuff. I don't I don't really understand all that. Yeah, the book of Joel, I haven't dived into that. Um, I think he I think he says that Joel yeah. says this. Yeah, he's he's quoting Joel and, Joel and I guess he's trying to prove that he's quoting I mean he he you know, he's reciting this verbatim. Yeah. You know, I guess to kind of prove to them like hey, yeah. I'm not drunk. How, yeah. could, how could I say all these things? About, yeah. You know, I, think, I think is what he's saying is the prophet Joel is talking about how the Holy Spirit hit those people. Well, he's saying, you know, in the last day, God says, I'll pour my spirit. Our and po- these are the things that people will see. Yeah, they'll see, like, you know, things getting topsy-turvy. Sure. Um, you know, slaves and everyone will be able to, yeah. you, know, you know, have wisdom. And dip- when they, uh, we, we had this little talk about, like, when, when young men will have visions and old men will have dreams. Yeah. And, and uh, one, one person in Bible study, uh, she, she, she said, well, dreams are a very personal thing. This is about a personal kind of uh, divination, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, oh, I'm getting a little different vibe from that. You know, it's kind of like, to me, um, uh, uh, young men having visions. Visions kind of like, to me, kind of denote wisdom. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have a vision of something, you're focused. It's true. It's 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 something you can actually yeah. you know grasp in yeah. your, in your mind and in your heart. Whereas dreams mm-hmm. seem more like inspiration. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about young men having you know visions, meaning wisdom, yeah, which kind of seems unlikely, mm-hmm. and old men having dreams, meaning like they're not they're not you know they're not being discerning. They're being innovative. They're being you mm-hmm. know inspired. Yeah, you know, which seems sort of contrary to what an old man would do. It, you know, to me, the, it means that, like, you know, the things that seem present and and mm-hmm. normal are not going to be present mm-hmm. and normal. Yeah, you know, and it's kind of a funny way of, of putting it to me. You know, he's kind of saying like this: the normal world is not going to be normal anymore. You know. Yeah, exactly. Normal, <laughs> normal, normal doesn't exist yeah. anymore. You know, what, uh, whatever uh, the woman who was at your Bible study, she may have been talking about how the Holy Spirit is a personal thing. It, she was. Yeah. She was. And, and, and so she took kind of umbrage mm-hmm. at, like, or, or kind of was, was skeptical about, like, how can this Holy Spirit unify yeah. us yeah. when it's just hitting each individual personally? Sure. You know? Which is a great question. It is. Yeah. It is a great question. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what what made me think about this, and I started reading other other things after, other passages after the resurrection uh, of Christ. You know, when the, when man is left without, mm-hmm. when the apostles are left without their mentor. Yeah. And without their advocate and without the physical presence of Christ just being there. Yeah. You know, not that they really got it all right while he was alive, but mm-hmm. now that he's gone yeah. in body and is only leaving them you know, a spirit yeah. or an essence, mm-hmm. how right are they going to get it? Yeah. I mean, it seems very unlikely, mm-hmm. very, very unlikely. You know, that, and they're supposed to create unity and concord with all of these, mm-hmm. you know, disparate people, you know. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you know, try and figure out their own personal path as well. It seems it seems like a real uphill battle. And so here comes, you know, the power of God. Mm-hmm. You know, either he's an earthquake, you know, rattling, you right. know, rattling the prisons and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the chains mm-hmm. from Paul. Yeah. Or he's, in this case, a, a, a mighty wind and suddenly, you know, everybody – you know, understands their own tongue, and mm-hmm. here's here's a unified language, and you know these tongue, tongues of flame, sure. you know, appear, you know, and and create this kind of divine spirit of unity w- between the apostles and, and and the disciples. And it's like, is that what it takes? Because that ain't happening now. Yeah, you know, and uh, and so you start to see that this. This church and this and this gospel and this Bible is written by faulty men mm-hmm. who don't get it right, and 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 at the at the same time, if you like zoom up three thousand or thirty thousand miles and look at it, you see like they're saying we're not getting it right. They're saying we're faulty men. They're mm-hmm. saying we are mortals. Yeah, and that the divine is different than us. Yeah, you know what? When as as you're talking. It's almost like, you know, if Jesus, imagine Jesus is in a car with the disciples yeah. driving. Right. All of a sudden, okay, I'm, now you take the wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to heaven. Yeah. So when you talk about the infallibility and the mistakes that the disciples are making, uh-huh. 
to me, what you're really saying is, you know, the disciples now have the wheel, uh-huh. especially, you know, with um, the, the, the Holy Spirit and the Pentecost. They've got it now. And, uh-huh. you know, everything that Jesus has been worried about, you know, we're about to get into, um, I think it's John 17. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, later on. Yeah. 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 Where he, he prays for, you know. Um, humanity. Humanity, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, so the infallible, I mean, you know, they are making mistakes, and they're trying to do the best that they can, And but they understand that they're only human. They're mm-hmm. doing the best that they can, uh-huh. and they don't have the hand of Jesus to hold on to. Yeah. You know, the well, training wheels are off. The training wheels are off, and we can look at this in a lot of different ways in life. And I, and I, I, I encourage people, mm-hmm. you know, to, to look at faith as, you know, as realistically as you can mm-hmm. because it's bigger than us. I was talking to someone the other day, and this is an interesting kind of, sure. you know, analogy. Sure. And it made me kind of think about faith in the big picture and faith in the individual picture. Yeah. And both are important. We need both in our lives. We need the fellowship of other human beings. Mm-hmm. We need to express that love and be able to do it genuinely <clears throat> and in an effective way. Yeah. I mean, and it's not just enough to say you want to. It's enough to actually, you know, it's it's hard enough to say you want to. It's even harder to put it into, mm-hmm. you know, writing, so to speak. But I was talking to somebody, and, you know, like they were talking about cancer mm. and saying, like, you know, uh, uh, and going to their doctor and trying to understand, you know, how the doctor is going to treat their cancer, you know, their specific cancer. And the doctor was like, you know, well, you know, uh, you know, this is kind of how we do it. It's sort of like you're driving on the road. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on the highway, and you see, you know, in the distance, a squirrel, Mm. you know, and you see it, it's a squirrel, Mm -hmm. and you have to say, like, well, is it a dead squirrel or a live squirrel? Mm -hmm. I don't know, let's just, we can shoot it Mm. and see, Mm -hmm. then it'll be dead, Yeah, but it may be a live squirrel. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you have to investigate it. Sure. You know, that's what they do when they go after whatever they're going after. In, yeah. in your body, they're looking at it and going like, uh, "It's a, it's a, you know, it's a cell, or it's a, it's a tumor, it's, or whatever. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Is it blind or is it? I, I don't know. Malignant. We can shoot yeah. at it and yeah. see, you know. But you know, it's up to us to kind of like take that effort. Yeah, it's the you examination. Know? You have to examine it. Yeah, you know, it, you got to investigate. Yeah, and so that's kind of what we're trying to do with <coughs> this word. Is yeah. Like, you know, yeah, you can sit there and take it at face value. Yeah. And go and hope, mm-hmm. you know, is it a dead squirrel or a live squirrel? Yeah. Or, or you can, you know, you can dive in. Yeah. You know, and kind of make some effort. Yeah. Anyway. One one thing that, and I wrote it down as you were talking, when um, the woman made the point about, you know, if the Holy Spirit is a personable thing, mm-hmm. uh, then how can you connect to... The masses, because really what Peter's talking about and really what everyone is talking about, wow, everyone is speaking the same language. We can understand everyone. So how can you both, because when people talk about the Holy Spirit or their relationship with God being a personal thing, meaning this is just between me and God, Uh this is nothing to do. It it could be very, when I describe it that way, it can be very isolating. Isolating, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is a good time to introduce John. Exactly. Yeah. Let's, let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> so we were, we were thinking about this. And we were thinking like, well, what would Jesus do? Sure. You know, and how would he react to these kind of problems about mm-hmm. like, you know, 
how do I deal with you know what's going on personally? Yeah, within each individual. Yes, and then mankind. Yes, you know. Any, anyway, you should read this. So here it is. This is John seventeen verse twenty through twenty six. Uh, Jesus prayed for his disciples, and then he said, "I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one." As you, Father, are in me, and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one, as we are one, I in them, and you in me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me, and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see my glory, which you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will make it known so that the love which you have loved me may be in them. And I in them. And there you go. Now that sounds like a, a tongue twister. <laughs> well, yeah, but, what, but 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 it, it is beautiful. Go ahead. But think about you know think about Christ. He really you know was unique mm-hmm. and one of a kind uh, with uh, with a relationship with God that was unlike any person ever. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe other spiritual people. Mm-hmm. You know, we can think about it as like being very close, sure, to God. Mm-hmm. But in a way, it separated him from humankind. Mm-hmm. Very isolating. Yes. I mean, no one to relate to. Nobody to commiserate or share notes with. Sure, right. And yet, you know, it was this kind of intimacy he really wanted to share with with people. Yeah. And it was difficult. If you're like God-man, yes. who, else are you, who else is going to yeah. get it? Yeah. And, and he wants the disciples to have that same intimacy with God as he does. Yeah. He wants that relationship. And, and he... And, Throughout, you know, his entire message, he kept iterating over and over. It's for everyone. Yeah. He hung out with, you know, the people that you wouldn't hang out with. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he he touched people that you would shun. Yeah. You know, and he said, like, this message, this kind of loving message mm-hmm. yeah. is the relationship God wants to have with you. Yeah. You know, he wants to have this relationship. He's dying to love you. Mm-hmm. He, he, feels, he feels isolated from you. When you feel isolated from God, he feels isolated from you. It's, it's a totally understandable message. Mm-hmm. And so when we feel isolated from ourselves, from each other, yes. from the world, when we take on a pain that's only ours, mm-hmm. and we can't express it or can't get rid of it. Yeah, understand that this is not unique. Mm-hmm. It's not a unique. It's not a unique problem. Yeah, you know, it requires effort. It requires effort beyond kind of comprehension. Yeah, beyond probably, you know, practical capabilities. I mean, what was Christ going to do except hope for it and pray for it and yeah. say like, "Hey, I desire this. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to put it into action." But it's it's something that hasn't really occurred. Yeah. Something I want to occur. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to, I, I, I don't know, to me that puts a real humanness on the Christ story. I mean, there's something very, very you know, loving about that. 
Yeah, I appreciate the frustration um, of Jesus. You know, when he prays to God, I I get the sense that um, he's, it's, you know, like when I, there are times where I pray and I'm simply praying, you know, Jesus, you know, give me a, let me have a wonderful day today at work. (laughs) You know, it's very light or, you know, like I'm about to go on stage, you know, I pray that I have my lines and my blocking all (laughs) correct or whatever. But there are times where I pray and I'm frustrated. Yeah. I'm like, listen, I, I've got some issues. I don't know how I'm going to deal with this. Uh-huh. G- you know, God, give me a blessing. Jesus, give me a blessing. And I get the feeling Jesus, when he prays, he's frustrated. You know, he's tried to connect. Excuse bless me. You. Bless you. Bless you. There's, well, a, there's well, a lot of pollen here. I just want to let everybody know. <laughs> but um, he, he wants to connect with these disciples. I, I compared it. We had breakfast today. Yeah. I said, imagine Steve Kerr. <laughs> The coach of the Warriors trying to coach a bunch of high school kids. You know, the fundamentals of basketball. You know, this guy who's won five championships. Or Bill Belichick trying to coach, you know, a bunch of um, school-age kids. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm trying to give you the knowledge, (laughs) and you're not getting it. Did you – are you listening to me? Are you chewing bubble gum? (laughs) No, I see that. I see see that. You know, and we we look – Believe me, we look with respect beyond ourselves to the Lord. Yes, yes. But at the same time, um, you know, this frustration mm-hmm. that Christ has about, you know, getting it done. Yeah. Getting it done, getting, you know, getting the things he wants done, done. Yeah. You know, and this kind of like, oh, please. You know, I'm only a human being. You know, I'm, I'm just one person. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. You know, really puts a sort of a sort of humanity into and forgiveness of even my own kind of silly prayers. My prayers are like, please don't let me screw this thing up. Mm-hmm. Please let me, you know, somehow you know, make amends with this person. Yeah. Or, or please let me say the right thing and do the right thing, Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel as, you know, I feel as though my prayers suddenly, they don't feel so weak anymore. Yeah. You know, I don't, because it's kind of like, I look at the prayers of Christ, kind of like, you know, he had rough days too. Yeah. You know, and he didn't know what to do either mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. The intentions were great, and yet the results were so iffy. How am I going to put my faith in all these people when I can't mm-hmm. do it? They're just human beings. <clears throat> They're weak. <clears throat> right. You know? Right. They're mortal. They're not yeah. like us. Yeah. You know, and uh, yet him, him being half man, mm-hmm. half Lord. Yeah. Provided him that kind of like vulnerability, yeah, you know that understanding of just how vulnerable we are, but also how strong we could be, mm-hmm. you know. So there is this, there is this kind of um, a camaraderie I get, yeah, you know, with uh, with the Christ story, and especially you know that passage with John. I feel as though, and then when I read, you know, mm-hmm. you know the. You know what the apostles were trying to do, creating the Christian church. You know, mm-hmm. after yeah, yeah. after the resurrection, it's just like, man, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that you know any kind of church happened at all. Yeah, I mean, as we talk about the infallibility of the apostles, I mean, it, we would not we would not be holding a Bible in our hands right now. There wouldn't be any churches, I mean, regardless of you know what type of church. Uh, you know, uh, Episcopalian, Methodist, Christian, it, none of it would have existed yeah, whether, yeah. if the apostles did not succeed. Yeah, but whether it was Catholic or whether it was, yeah. you know, not, you know. But, um, 
you know, and, and, and I'm sure people, <coughs> you know, can, and they rightly and duly point out just, you know, how messed up the church has been. Sure. Over the centuries. Oh, sure. Screwed up, you know. Yeah. You know, this this kind of faith has, mm-hmm. you know, how how far it's like turned people off. Yeah. You know, to to the intended message and the intended purpose. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why we're here is yeah. kind of like, you know, kind of reinvigorate some of the some of the wonderful points. Yeah. And the and the and the and the valuable lessons, you know, that mm-hmm. that at least this message and this filter in my life has given me and, yeah. that, and and has the opportunity to, you know, to yeah. give to others. Now here's a question for you, Craig. Um and it's something that I've thought about through my walk in Christianity. Have you have you given any thought about the Holy Spirit? About being, I don't know, you know, like people speaking in tongues and things like that. I don't know. I mean, I really don't. You know, I haven't. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really seen a whole lot of it, you know, other than Ella Fitzgerald and Carmen Cray, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, you know, zippity-doo-dah or whatever. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, but, no, I mean, I haven't I haven't witnessed that. Yeah. I, I, think don't, I, would, I don't know if Episcopalians talk about that sort of stuff. Like uh, No, but, well, <laughs> I don't think they understand. I don't think they probably – you know, would really kind of put a lot of stock in it. But, yeah. uh, but I have to say, I mean, I even though I grew up in Texas and around, yeah. you know, certain kinds of, <clears throat> of uh, you know, evangelical, you know, and I've been exposed to certain kind of evangelical services and so forth. Sure. Uh, I used to just look at it just with so much skepticism and so it kind of sneered at it. Yeah. You know, you know sort of like the – People in the story, you know, are sneering at. Yeah. Oh, you know, he must be drunk. Yeah, he must be drunk. You know. Yeah. And uh, you know, that's why I was, I was telling you earlier. Mm-hmm. It's real easy to prove a negative. Of course. I mean, it's very easy to, you know, uh, you know, if you, if you don't re- if you don't understand something mm-hmm. or, or it doesn't jive with your, uh, you know, your particular mm-hmm. way of living, it's it's very easy to you know, judge it harshly, or critically, you know, or you know, and discount it. Yeah, it's it's you know that's that's a perfectly rational, logical thing to do. Yeah, when you can't figure someone else out. Yeah, is to kind of go like you know they're kind of they're kind of dumbasses. Yeah, you know, uh, th- you know they're not they don't you know they're not making that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and uh, you know it, it, at the same time you know it affects you. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, when all these people were speaking in tongues, and if I ever saw somebody doing that, I would be like, holy <laughs> shit, what the hell is that? You know, yeah. you know I would be affected by it no matter sure. what, what judgment I came to. You know, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, my experiences coming from a uh, Baptist, back, black Baptist uh, background, um, there was a little bit of that. There was a woman. Who, um, I, I, I would go to Metropolitan Baptist Church, and um, let me know if you have to, we have to go. No. Okay. But in any case, there was one woman who would always get – uh, happy, as, as they call it. Get happy. Yeah, you know, she would just you know jump up and yell and scream and oh, just, you know and yeah, just you know kind of get, get and get uh, usher, ushers would have to grab her by both both arms and you know what? <laughs> and whatever and she would do it every week and I think the first time I saw it as a kid I was like wow what in the world is going on there she's gonna let and herself after, go on the dance floor huh? right exactly <laughs> and then uh, after a while it became sort of a cliche within the church it's like okay well Sister Jean or whatever her name is she's gonna do her thing and oh, okay and uh, we sort of rolled our, our eyes it was like uh-huh. okay well you know this is just it's like a hype machine it's like you know Muhammad Ali had Bundini Brown I don't know if you remember him it was a guy he was a he had no other purpose in Muhammad Ali's um, entourage, entourage, but to hype him up. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, yeah man, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. And you know, we looked at the person. Well, so like who the guy show, and you're Gene Gene the dancing. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and you were Chuck Barris. <laughs> Come on, man. We do. We all need to get out. Oh, that yeah, was yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we sort of rolled our eyes. We were yeah, like, oh, you know, this woman is just trying to hype the pastor up. You know, trying to get him. You know, juiced up and all that stuff. Yeah, well. But I tell you, a funny thing happened. So I, I, after my first year, you no, know, after I was accepted to go to college mm-hmm. at NYU. Um, it was such a joyous moment, uh, and maybe it was just something psychological in me. I went into church, and I just burst into tears. I mean, something, and it was something the preacher had talked about, something Pastor Hicks was preaching. I don't even know what the sermon was. Wow, uh, it may have been, um, he, he had a wonderful speech called um, um, Give Up Your Isaac. Basically, it was about Abraham and Isaac, and uh-huh. Abraham... You know, being told to sacrifice Isaac, and then Lord told him at the last minute, "Stop! Yeah. You, you don't have to do this. Right. But give up your personal things. You know, whatever is stopping you from yeah. connecting to God. Yeah. Once you've given that up, then God will bless you." Uh-huh. And I had always uh, followed, you know, God and and was a Christian because, well, my parents told me to, and this was the proper thing to do. But at that moment, I felt blessed. I felt God has pointed to me and said, Reggie, I believe you. I love you. And I'm going to touch you. And I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to provide for you. And so, I was like, wow. I So you felt like that anxiety was kind of taken away, huh? Exactly. And, uh-huh. it, you know, it wasn't anything that I had on my mind or whatever, but just something came through like me. A and culmination I, of events, huh? Yeah, yeah. And I really felt, it may sound crazy, but I felt the Holy Spirit. I felt that um, I was touched and I felt moved. I wasn't dancing on the on the frown. I wasn't really? doing the sister Jean Maybe thing. tingling and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and breathing a little easier. Yeah. And, yeah. and when I think about the Holy Spirit, I think about a fuel. It's like you have a car. You can have a Lamborghini, but if you don't have any gasoline in it, it's not going to go anywhere. And there's something about our Christianity, our walk of life, where it may sound good on paper. It may make sense, you know, logically. <laughs> But there is something, one of these days, something emotionally will hit us so much that it will be our proverbial fuel that pushes us through, where it's like an acknowledgement that God has recognized us. Out of billions of people on this earth, God says, Craig Dickerson, I recognize you, and I'm going to touch you. And uh, if it hasn't happened to anyone who's listening to this podcast, if you... If you stay on this journey of faith, I believe it will happen. It may not be. You may not be dancing in the aisles or well, whatever. Okay, you heard it here, folks. Rich, Rich, yeah, Rich, yeah, Rich yeah. Rich, going to be blessed. <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, th- I'm not talking about blessing as far as, you know, like the, uh, you know, w- what do you call it? The um, the financial folks who are like prosperity religion. <laughs> oh, That's yeah, not that. Yeah. It's not a lottery ticket? Yeah, it's not a lottery <laughs> ticket. But you will be, because a lot of folks are, are the quid pro quo Christians. They're like, well, God, I believe in you if you help me with my rent, you know, this month, or if you help me find a woman in my life. Or I, or believe, I believed, and therefore. Therefore. <laughs> I got this. Or, I, God, I've been praying for you for five years, and nothing's happened, so the hell with it. I'm, I'm done. Well, you know. Hey, you know, right. I got the box of Cheerios because there was a secret <laughs> toy surprise inside. Right, exactly. Where's the surprise? Why did I buy this thing? <laughs> but um, it's a journey. You know, it's a journey. It's a way of. Of walking, it's a way of of being. Well, I, I look at it this way, Reg. I yeah. mean, you know, maybe maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, you know, you know, times times feel tough. Sure. But you know, maybe you know, maybe I I, w- I will be t- hit on. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, 
what happens. Right. And so kind of like I live my life right now is just like all I can do is kind of just be ready. Right. Or try and be ready. And that's what I mean you by know, the walk. Try and be try and be accepted of it. Yeah. Because when it does happen, if it does happen, yeah. I mean, you know, if the wind blows and people that's speak right. in tongues mm-hmm. and flames of fire appear over my friends' heads, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to be the one sitting there going like, Oh man, everybody's fucking drunk. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I don't I don't want to be, you know, the, the, the guy who just like poo poos it. Right. And says like I don't want to come to this party. Right. Because it's not really happening. Right. You know? I'd much rather be the one who goes like, Hey, we're having a party. That's you right. Know? And I and the only way I can do that is to kind of like change my attitude mm-hmm. throughout this waiting period. Yeah. I mean, in the you know, in that last part, I mean, which is kind of like the strange part which uh, we included in the yeah. in, in that in that piece from Acts is like you know when the skeptics go oh they're all drunk on new wine and and, and Peter you know spouts this quotation from Joel, Joel yeah it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me mm-hmm. you know as to why he's doing it. I'm gonna have to like reread it yeah and I urge people to look at that and tell mm-hmm. me please tell me what it means yeah because it talks about end of days and the whole idea I thought is that while we're waiting around for, you know, Christ to come mm-hmm. again, Yeah, I, I think the deal, the deal he kind of made for us mm-hmm. was like, I'm ready to bring you all to heaven Yeah, as soon as you create one on earth, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I don't know that we're doing that. In fact, a lot of people would say that we're not. I mean, yeah. they just found, they just found in like, you know, seven miles uh, uh, under the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, atomic carbon oh. in animals Ooh. from uh, you know from you know radiation from you know blasts out in the Pacific. Sure, testing and Chernobyl and you yeah, know, yeah, and, and and all the things. So, so the most pristine place on Earth mm-hmm. where you think man has not gone and screwed things up. Yeah, uh, man has gone and screwed things yeah, up. Yeah, and put his his dirty fingerprint. Sure, on nature. Yeah. On on our creation, yeah, and uh, so as far as what we are prescribed to do, mm-hmm. please make a heaven on earth so that I can bring you to heaven. Yeah, I don't think we're really getting too far with that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I do what I can. Yeah, you do what you can. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, there, there it does it does feel kind of futile. And it is discouraging, and it makes me want to be that skeptic who says, oh, they're all drunk. Screw them. Screw this place. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be out of here anyway. What yeah. do I care? Even if I see miracles, even if I see beauty, yeah. I'm not going to participate and in I, it because it's not, it's not really happening. And I'm going to piggyback on that because you know? uh, you're thinking on the, you know, like what we've done in the ocean floor and with, with animals and with Well, fish. I'm just thinking big picture. Yeah. You know? But also, but I told you o- over lunchtime, so there was an article in the Washington Post about a guy who had um, a Stephen Beyer, I think, uh, a year ago. He basically walked into a, a yoga session and killed a bunch of women. He's part of this uh, incel, involuntary celibate uh, cult that, you know, a bunch of men are entitled. Oh, they're not getting laid, and so they feel, you know, they just hate women. Um, yeah. And it's unfortunate. I mean, you know, when we talk about, you know, the heaven on earth and what – what Jesus wants all of us to be, which really connects John 17 with Acts 2. We're talking about people being one, people looking at people being able to understand and connect with one another. 
people yeah. being one, people recognizing each other as brothers and sisters and being good to one another, being good to the earth, being what God wants us to be. A unified force. Exactly. And when I think about guys who, uh, you know, they pick up a gun because they feel the pain in their heart. I mean, I understand why a guy like that would, you know, he's rejected. I've been rejected before. Uh, he's did everything the right way. You know, I, I've, I've felt that way. So I understand the pain. But the conclusion that I am isolated and nobody can understand where I'm going through, so the hell with it, I'm just going to disrupt and destroy. That's a horrible way of looking at it. And the fact is you're not alone. The fact is if you bother to make the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the effort to connect with people that you feel are, are alienated or are alien to you, then we can make a heaven on earth. Well, there's this, there's a tendency, and, I, and that's a very extreme mm-hmm. uh, tendency to kind of like, <clears throat> I mean, you're assuming this guy wanted unity of our, our concord to begin with. He may not have. He may have just wanted to destroy things. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the guy? The guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I, I mean, I know lots of people who their very first instinct, mm-hmm. is, you know, that when, when they feel, you know, Threatened, misunderstood, mm-hmm. hurt, you know, you know, denied, you know, their voice or whatever, is to just circle the wagons and hold on to the, you know, their mm-hmm. individuality or their tribe or whatever, and you know, and just throw up defenses. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you know we're being told to do by our president: is build walls, throw up oh, fences. Sure. You know, make your tribe smaller and smaller and smaller, yeah. and do not do not go out of bounds. Yep, and uh, and people are doing that. Yeah, in their lives, in their spirits. Mm-hmm. You know, they're throwing up those defenses. Yeah, they're not listening to others. They're yeah. not trying to. Yeah, and they're saying like, no, I've got to protect myself. I have th- I have things that are valuable here. And, and anything that I don't understand mm-hmm. or rubs me in a strange way, mm-hmm. you know, is is going to be not included in my thing. Yeah, and and that's kind of that's kind of the way things are going now. So, you know, this this struggle for unity, it's it's not it's not going to be easy at all. Yeah, and we talked over lunch, over know, breakfast. It, it requires us kind of put, you know, exactly. th- th- you know, throwing things down, being more accepting and being tolerant. Yes. of others who can't do that for themselves. Mm-hmm. To be understanding of them and say like, "Hey man, I know where you're coming from." Right right exactly. I know where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Christ was sitting there praying like, you know, these guys don't get it. I can't trust them. I want to do this really tongue-twisting hard thing. You and him, me and them, yeah. you and me, me and them, yeah. so forth. Yeah, you right. know, this vicarious kind of like connection between you, God, me, man, God, you, them, no God, just man. Yeah. You know, and I want I want them to see this love. I want to be this kind of like, you know, reflective mirror and prism that can mm-hmm. bring this really, you know, very hard conceptual all-loving God to these people who don't know how to deal with right. something so you know beautiful and interesting and powerful mm-hmm. and odd you know that it just all it does is either blow their minds or turn them off yeah you know yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. and how the hell do i do this god yeah and he's praying how can i do this this is what i want to happen mm-hmm. it's not happening right 
it's not happening. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I, I, I know that I've had those frustrating prayers in my life. God, this is what I want to happen, and it's not happening. Right. And I want it to, yeah. and I make, <laughs> I make efforts to, yeah. Yeah. but it's not happening. It's not happening. And so there's this kind of funny message I get, this funny kind of like, mm-hmm. I get you, Jesus. <laughs> I get you. Know? Yeah. It's, you know, it's, and, it's, and I, it's all right. It's and, all I think, right. and I think a lot of our frustration, whether it be, you know, um, the guy who, you know, shot whatever – yeah. Or people who believe that we need to have a wall, people are very can be very comfortable in their isolation. I think about Acts two. Or very self righteous. Oh sure, very self righteous. Yeah. But I think about you know in Acts two, um, jumping back when uh, in verse six is now when, when this noise, now when this noise uh, when this was noised abroad, the multiple came together and were confounded because every man heard them speak his own language, and it talks about. The Phrygians and the Paphlia. Don't please, in Egypt. please. Yeah. yeah, just a lot of. <laughs> but but yeah, by the way, you, you got through that pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I did look through a little bit just beforehand. When you do it cold, you know yes. that's that's well, rough. I told you, I told you, man. Don't worry about total cold read. Don't worry but about in any case, everyone is like, oh wow, I thought that I would be coming in here and I would be isolated because. I speak my own language. Nobody else speaks my language, so I'm just alone here, although I'm around a bunch of people. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Something's happening here. Yeah. I can hear what other people are saying. I can talk to other people. Yeah. I'm not isolated. I'm not alone. Yeah. I really do believe that a lot of the, air quotes, issues that we have, whether it be financial or excuse me, spiritual or relationship-wise, um, socially, comes from... People being isolated, people feeling, well, I'm different from that person, and I'm going to emphasize or amplify that difference. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't understand me. I mean, look at me. We've talked about earlier in other episodes how we come from totally different cultures. You're from Texas. I was born in Texas, but I'm really from the East Coast. I'm black. You're white. You know, a lot of people would say, well, I don't see how these two people can, you know, call themselves brothers or, you know, be connected. But – We've learned to communicate with one another. We've shared each other's I don't know what you're talking about, feelings. right? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's good. Mumbo Jumbo, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> and, we, and, and, we have, and we've talked about earlier today how a lot of men do not expose themselves, do not share. Well, we're, we're taught not to. Yeah, yeah, we're taught not to. We're taught not to share. No, yeah, especially our uh, our misgivings or our our fa- our fallibilities. Yeah, well, you know, I think it's I think we need to let ourselves go a little bit, and uh, and trust a lot more. I mean, you can do it. It's not hard. Think about when you go to a concert, mm-hmm. and you go to a concert. Well, you don't you don't just pick one at random. Maybe you do. Yeah, that would be very adventurous. But mm-hmm. I think most people go, you know, to a concert because they. They like the artist, or they like the song, mm-hmm. or they're expecting to, you know, to hear this, you know, some of their greatest hits, you know, sure. that are in their mind. They they wait for that one, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and then suddenly, you know, you're swept up, and maybe it's a maybe it's a song you never heard before, or, yeah. or, or a way you've never heard it before, and you're yeah. you're you know, you know this being in theater and everything. Sure, you get swept up and you start look, listen, listening to it. Everyone's everyone's in tune, and this, there's this kind of like. You know, group thing that's going on for a while, this vibe. Yeah. And suddenly it's kind of like you come out of that and you're like – and you look at one another and you see the people smiling as they leave. And you, yeah. and you just have this, like, look yeah. to a total stranger. Like, 
man, that was a good show. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Right. I mean, it's, you know, and, you know, something happened. It was it was beyond your personal expectation. Right. You know? And, yeah. And, 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 and a beautiful, magical thing. Yeah. You know, and, and I... And it just happened. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, weeks later you go like, man, I went to that concert. It was really, really good. Yeah. You know? and, uh, yeah. That's, and that's what, really, what we're talking about, the yeah, bonding. But, but, it's yeah. just, but it's just like, you know, you know, you can wait around for that or you can be ready. Right. You know? You can just sit there in the audience and cross your arms and go like, I'm not going to do it until they do my hit. Right. You know, yeah. I like Pharrell and everything, but I only like this one song the most. Right. You know? Right. 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 <laughs> you know. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah. and you can wait around for it and then get your fix. Sure. You know, get the hear the language you want to hear. Yeah. Or you can open your heart, and open your ears. Yeah. And hear the language that everybody is hearing. Yeah. That's I mean, exactly I, and, right. You know, it's talk, you know, in that in that in that text is talking about everybody speaking their individual language and they all understand this. I think it's just one language. I really do. Yeah. I think at that moment in time, I think the Holy Spirit is just going like, you know, mm-hmm. it's all one. Yeah. It's all one language. Yeah. You, know, you can call it yours. You can call it mm-hmm. phonetics or Cretan or whatever. Sure. You know, but, you know, it's all one. Mm-hmm. It's all one. Yeah. You know, all it takes is that effort. You know, That's it, exactly right. All, you, it, all mm-hmm. it takes is that effort. Yeah. You know, open your mind, open your heart. Yeah. And you know, get out of that box. And, and and if you're in the box, you're, you're not the only one in the box. You're surrounded by other people in their own little boxes. Yeah, yeah. You know. And, yeah. Uh, and it's you know, and it's we all got to crawl out of them or yeah. help or help each other out of them. Yeah, exactly. Or be understanding of each other in yeah. them. You yeah. Know? Hey, I'm over here, Reg, in my box. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Sure. You know. And I know I don't know the box is comfortable. You know, sometimes people it's familiar. Feel, it's hey, it's home. <clears throat> right. Exactly. You know, it's it's someplace you can't hurt. It reminds me when I was a kid, my uh, mom would take me to um, the pool, the the local pool, and I didn't want to get into the water because it was cold. Right. But everyone else is in it, and everyone's having fun. Yeah. And mom was like, "Oh, come on, you know, just just get in there." It's like, "No, it's too cold. Get in there. Bite come the on. bullet. <laughs> it just you'll feel it for, a, and then a couple of seconds afterwards, it's going to be just fine." And it was true. I yeah. jumped in that pool and acclimated. Yeah. <laughs> right and then she had to get me out of it. <laughs> come on, <laughs> we, we got to go. Oh, so. Man. And and the pool is of course mankind and humanity, and that's what that's what Jesus wants. <laughs> the pool is mankind. Yeah, I love it, Reg. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> hey, man. I gotta go. Yeah. I got I to sign off because I've got to go to work. No, no, no. That's uh, fine. This is good. I, I'm glad I found the button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, it's cool. Okay. Well, can I? Uh, Absolutely. Can I say a prayer to lead us out. Thank you once again, everyone, for listening to our ramblings and and understanding that we are not. <laughs> theologians or <laughs> biblical scholars at all just a just a couple of folks who 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 want to fellowship uh, with each other and the world and i just want to say god thank you so much and and we say these prayers to you because you taught us how to, to pray and you taught us how to love and you inspired us to do both and uh may we go this week and serve you and love you and and love our fellow man and do the things you'd like us to do in Jesus' name, we praise you and thank you. Amen. Amen. Now, oh, that was a fantastic one. All right, and here is our blurb. Faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe at all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had a horrible experience in the church, which have made you turn your back to God. You can still have faith. We ask that you listen to this podcast, even challenge us on Facebook, 
SoundCloud, Instagram, uh, Twitter. I'm at Reg Space Clay. You can find Deb Calgary at DL Carragher. Uh, Craig, we're still trying to get him on uh, social media, but that's uh, been difficult. But you can also reach all of us on uh, Facebook, our personal Facebook account. And also, uh, we have a You Gotta Have Faith Facebook page. So you can always um, let us know how, what you think of the podcast on there. Um, don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. The Bible has been around for thousands of years, and even now, in the age of the Internet and social media and great technology, it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast where you're listening to it now, but just tell your friends on the Apple Podcast app or really any app that you use to listen to podcasts or on iTunes if you are one of those who listen to your uh, your podcasts on a desktop or a laptop. You can just open up your iTunes app, click on store, go on the search engine on the upper right-hand side, and search for You Gotta Have Faith, and you'll find us. If you use Android, download SoundCloud or just go on SoundCloud.com. Search for us, and you'll find us. Thank you for listening, and God bless each and every one of you.